Good morning. Today we're going to discuss the, the meditation of the moon. The sun and the moon. What? Um, as follows. There's the first mitzvah that the Jewish people are commanded as Jews comes in this week's parsha. Not really commanded, but yeah, it comes in this week's parsha. Where, as they were in Egypt, getting ready to leave, Hashem comes to Moshe, and Hashem tells Moshe, eventually the May Hashem was telling them all about the carbon Pesach. So the Jewish people should take an animal, they should keep it by them until they leave Egypt, right? Um, and Hashem told him that the following words, oh. This month will be for you the head of all months. The first of all the months of the year. Now this Pasuk is the source of the, the way our calendar works. Um, let's discuss it very briefly and then what, we're, what I'm going to want to uh, dive into is what is the importance and what is the relevance of this, uh, of this idea of counting the months and the way the calendar works. Um, why is it so relevant that it was so important for Hashem to bring it up to Moshe, to talk to Moshe about it in the beginning stages of the Jewish nation? And especially when it's time to leave Egypt. What, was, what is the relevance? What is the meaning? It almost sounds like this is part of the, the birth of the Jewish people is connected to the way our calendar works. So let's, let's discuss for a second the way our calendar works because it's fascinating. It's, uh, in general, people always find the, the conflicts and the hypocrisy and the, not the hypocrisy, the, 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 what's the word, the paradoxes, the paradoxes in, in, Jewish, uh, in Jewish practice. And right here is one of them, where the Torah seems to not be sure in how we should be setting up our calendar. Because there's two general ways our calendars work, right? There's the lunar calendar and the solar calendar. There's the way it follows the moon and the way it follows the sun. The calendar that the world follows, follows the sun which follows the seasons, which in truth, when you follow the seasons, there really is no month, there's just seasons. What they do is they take the four seasons, which equals 365 days, and they divide that into 12 months. But there really is no month inherently in the way the seasons work, it's, they create 12 months out of the solar year, but it's a year. Um, the lunar calendar is the, is the, has no common ground with the solar calendar. Because the lunar calendar has no year in it. There's no seasons. The lunar calendar has a 29 and X amount of time cycle, which is the cycle of the moon. From the way the sun and the moon reflect each other, um, the, way the, 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 the way we see the moon, that it, it happens in a 29-day cycle where every 29 or so days, the moon becomes um, seen again. We see the full moon, it becomes small, almost disappearing, and then coming back till we have a full moon. And there really is no year. What we do is, is we take um, 12 of those cycles and turn that into a year. So 
the, in other words, the lunar calendar is a year of, uh, is a bunch of months, and the solar calendar is no month, just a year. And each one develops a calendar out, out of theirs. And the truth is, there are those that follow the lunar calendar to the extent where they have no year, meaning it's just month, a cycle and a cycle and a cycle again. And um, after a certain amount, of, so for example, the Muslims, I think, do that. Um, and I think that's why Ramadan is a different time every year or Why something. Why still writing Whatever. But that's what they... Now, what's unique about our calendar, as we learned it out from the Torah, what's unique about our calendar is that we don't just follow the moon. We also follow the sun. And this is especially relevant to this year, which is how a leap year became. Because what happens is, if we, if we follow the moon, and we only follow that cycle then every um, 12 cycles of the moon, which is a year, is 11 days short of the full year of the sun. So 354 days is the full amount of all the 12 cycles of the moon, and then 365 days is the full cycle of, of the seasons, of the sun. So it's 11 days short. So if you multiply that by three, every three years, we fall a month short of the solar calendar. Now, what's the problem with following a month short of the solar calendar? Why don't we just keep on falling short and keep our, our moon calendar? The reason is because, it's very briefly, it's an interesting idea to know, because the Torah, there's, there's multiple reasons, but the primary reason, the Torah, when it talks about the holidays, it gives a season in which the holidays should be in. For example, Pesach is in the spring, in the spring. And same thing with Shavuos, in the time of harvest, and Sukkot in the time of uh, bringing everything into the storage. So um, gathering everything in Chag Asif. So each holiday is associated with a season. So if we're going to just follow the moon, right, the lunar calendar, and follow 11 days short every year, eventually Pesach will end up being in the winter, and Sukkot will end up being in the spring. So we have to follow both. We're stuck with the only um, option of adding a month every three years to match so the calendars match, and the holidays never fall out of their season. Okay? So it's almost, that, that's the way it works. And it's almost ironic that we couldn't stick to one. Like, come on. We, like, we follow either the moon or the sun. There's two different ways of making a calendar. We follow both. And uh, we primarily follow the moon. And the sun is added on. We want to, every three years, we want to make sure that we are matching the solar calendar, matching the seasons. But we primarily follow the moon. What is the meaning in all this? Why is this relevant to the birth of the Jewish people? And uh, um, uh, that this is the first thing that Hashem tells Moshe as part of them leaving Egypt. Um, what's, what's the importance of it? What's the significance of it? And to the extent that it's a whole mitzvah, where the way it was practiced, we, first of all, every month we bless the new month, right? Every, the beginning of every month, the beginning of every month we bless the moon, right? We go under the sky, Matzah Shabbos, we bless the moon. And in addition, there's um, back in the times of the Beis Hamikdash, before Hillel established the calendar, when there was a base in the court set up, they used to do it based on the eyesight and the sight of witnesses, right? Witnesses would come, which is a whole discussion of its own, right? That the, the witnesses would come and said, we saw the moon. And as soon as witnesses came and said, we saw the moon, they would establish the new month. Um, so it's very, the whole thing seems to have a huge play in Jewish culture and Jewish tradition and the way our calendar works, and it's, it's fascinating. And the question is why, what's the meaning, what's the significance? So, here we go, here we go into it. The, our sages teach us that the Jewish people, the Jewish nation as a whole, is like the moon. We in general, our character is like the moon. Not so much like the sun. 
What is the character of the moon and the character of the sun? So the difference can be seen in the way we experience them every day, which is that besides the moon coming at night and the sun in the day, um, but the, the moon is always changing. It's never the same. There's never one day that the moon looks, it looks exactly the same as the day before. And it's all based on the reflection of the sun, but the, our, the way we see it, the moon changes every day. Right? And this is the cycle of the month. There's the full moon, and there's no moon. And then there's the first time you see the moon. And that changes every month with a new cycle. You have the moon, you see the moon a drop, it becomes a full moon, and it drops down to being no moon. The sun is the same every day. The sun never looks smaller, never looks bigger. It may feel hotter, depending on where you are. It may have a different experience on the climate, etc., and everything. But the actual sun, and the size, and the light of it, doesn't change. So, this brings out the character of the sun and the moon, which is that the moon represents always um, changing, and the sun represents consistency, being all the, always the same. Now, in Jewish um, culture, for many, for many, especially in recent times, um, there's there's been this always this big debate: is Judaism something which is meant to adapt with the times? Or is Judaism something which is consistent and remains the same? And it's like that in, many, in, 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 many diff, in, in the way people practice, in the way some of our fathers taught us about Judaism, some of our grandfathers, in the way many people have experienced it, and the modern Judaism, so to speak, where people feel that, uh, that it, needs to be, um, it needs to match the times, it needs to, meaning when you have a certain... Um, the, when, when the culture changes and people think differently, we need to understand Torah differently, and some people say that no, Torah is exactly the same. We do the exact customs and everything exactly the same how our fathers and grandfathers did it. And we can't change it even a drop. Um, which one is true? I mean, it's the same thing in, every, in life, right? You have, you have two different types of businessmen. You could have one person that he's very um, uh, conservative in his decisions, very um, calculated in the way he does things. And there's a great uh, quality in that because you know that everything's going to always be consistent. You know that everything's going to be the same and the, the, the revenue's only going to go up, it's only etc. But then it doesn't leave, leave room for exponential growth. You need that creative guy or the guy that's ready to take a risk, the guy that's ready to jump and is not worried about the consistency. And you need someone like that to throw in his input and to make the, make the business become uh, 10 times as big. The guy that's consistent, yeah, it'll grow, but uh, the same amount every time statistically, and it won't go crazy. So each, uh, which one is important? And some people can't handle, some people are the extreme of one that they can't even handle the other one. Some people can't even be in the presence of someone that's too out of the box and too, and too uh, dreamy. And some people can't be in the presence of someone that's too consistent. Every day the same. <laughs> Every, every, every day, it's, it's too much. It's too much. We need, we need a little change. A change of scenery. Some people, they're in the same seat in the shul. They're in the same place at home. They never leave. They, they have a consistent vacation even. They go to the same spot on vacation, the same timeshare, and the same etc. And some people, every time it's something else. And they can never stay in, their sa- in, the, in, the, in the same spot for more than a week. The point is, you get it, that these are two completely different natures and two completely different uh, um, per, ways of living. And one is the sun and one is the moon. So which one is, is Judaism? Which one is, is the way that God wants for us? And the answer is exactly in the way our calendar works. Primarily the moon, but with keeping in sync with the sun.
Here, primarily the moon, but keeping in sync with the sun. And it's, it's very deep. But we'll, we'll, we'll get the surface of it, and then you'll, you, you could probably already see where we're going. What does it mean primarily the moon? That God put us in a world, a world of change, a world where every day is different. We're human beings, and human beings change every day in the way we think, in the way we behave, in the way we feel. God put us in this world not to be consistent. Meaning, God put us in, the, in this world to constantly be growing. Well, change could be constantly getting worse, but obviously the goal is to constantly be getting better. But we're always moving, we're always growing. The moment a person stops, God forbid, it's because there's, they're paralyzed and they can't move. It's like an airplane. If you're not pushing momentum, it's going to fall. We constantly, yeah, we constantly need to be looking for growth. And that is why we're compared to the moon. And we find this in Jewish history, where throughout time, the Jewish people have never went through a calm period. Right? There's always been an up and down. And there's always been time where, unfortunately, we've went through a lot of suffering, we've endured it, and it helped us grow. It made us who we are. It made us resilient, it made us strong. All those things people say. Right now. We're close to Mashiach. Um, but the Jewish people have been through way too much. We didn't have to list all of them. The most recent is the Holocaust, communism. What? Maybe that's why so many of us end up in Olam Abba. Top here. Yeah. Have you spoken to anybody who's been there? I'm covered by <laughs> so um, the point is that uh, yes, as our experience, we're primarily the moon. God wants us to have our part. If everything needs to be the same, then we almost feel like it's robotic and it's something's imposed on us, and we don't have our own part of being able to grow with it. No, we have to constantly be moving, growing, and becoming better, and giving our part, giving it our our touch. But at the same time, if we have too much of that, if it's only subject to just changing, and there's no consistency, then what, is, what are our principles? What are our values? What, what holds us together? You need to have something that holds you together. We need to have something that we all come back to and, and keeps us in sync, keeps us um, with the same um, <laughs> perspectives and the same goals and the same, um, uh, the same ideologies. Meaning, yes, in our practice of it, we're constantly growing. But we need to, have the, 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 we need to, we need to be grounded. We need to have our principles and the things that we hold on to that are always the same. Because if we're always changing, then we're always changing into being what? Into being, who knows? There needs to be a goal. There needs to be a vision. There needs to be a, um, a, a something where we start and something, a, a foundation that keeps us going. If there's no foundation, the tree may be growing. Eventually, it'll fall and rip out of the ground. There needs to be some sort of foundation. And that is why, yes, primarily we're the moon, but every two or three years... We need to make sure we're back in sync with the sun. We need to make sure we're always in sync with that consistency. We're primarily the moon, but we need to have that consistency as well to keep in sync with, to keep in touch with. So it's a very, it's a, a very deep and, and powerful message, which comes from something which seems to be so insignificant, our calendar, the sun and the moon. But this is why it was so important when the Jewish people, when the nation was being born for Hashem, to show Moshe and tell Moshe, this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be, you're going to be uh, this is your nation. The nation we're creating is a nation which is going to be counting the calendar like the moon. And also adjusting to the sun. He's giving Moshe this message that this is, this is, this is, this is the nation that's being born. So um, it reminds us of, of what we're capable of, where we have to be heading. And the, the somewhat balance, it's not even a balance because it's more moon than sun. But it's, it's both. 
So, um, is it also reminding us to be present? 